I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice Worst microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to realize these guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a fidget spinner. some of the best spare. gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. Now, I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track. That was just a prediction that you wouldn't like. I like it. You like it? Yeah. Paul, you like it? Sure. Let's get Memorial Day going. It's not going to be the contrarian. He hates it. He hates it. Oh, my God. He hates it, Jacob. I can't. I can't. I like it. It's okay. It's good. It's good. Good vibes. Good vibes. Come on, fellas. It's fine. All right. This is Box Lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Big game today. Reds versus Cubs. This is big for the chat. This is big for my shtick is being the heel. 120, 220 star. By the way, guys, when you were a kid and you were watching Disney Channel, whatever you were, and they would say 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central or 8, 7 Central, did you understand what that meant? Not a clue. Jacob, did you understand what that Paul? Yeah, I got it. Casey, when they would be watching a TV show and they go 8, 7 Central, did you understand what that meant as a kid? I don't know if I understood it as a kid, but as an adult, yeah, I get it. I would like to clarify that I do understand it now. I understand. I know okay. you don't yeah. know okay. what it yeah. is, Jacob, now. But I remember me and my sister watching, you know, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, whatever, being to be like, movie or the Disney Channel original movie starts at 8, 7 Central. And we just look at each other like, what the heck does 8, 7 Central mean? Because <laughs> they would never, like, never specify just 8, 7 Central every time. And eventually you caught on like, oh, time zones. Got it. But uh, the best tradition, I think, in baseball is day games at Wrigley Field all weekend long. I, actually, I think there's a night game tomorrow because for some reason, I think there's a concert or something like that during the day. But they didn't even have lights till like the 1980s. And day games at Wrigley are something special. If you've never been, if you're a baseball fan, you got to go to a day game at Wrigley Field. There is nothing better than that. So one question was brought up in the chat yesterday. And it was a pretty simple one. If you combined the Reds and the Cubs roster, could they make a push at the World the World Series? And I started thinking, and obviously this is a biased take. Incredibly biased. It's my whole heel thing. But I also kind of believe this. If you combined the two rosters, how many Reds would start? Case, Jacob, Casey, Paul... 
What Reds would start over over Cubs players if you combine the two rosters? Would hmm. Jonathan India start over Nico Horner? Probably not this year. I don't know Nico Horner's numbers very well, but I know he's been playing well. He's, he's playing well. He's in the All Star discussion, right? Spencer Steer right now could maybe start at first on the combined. Team. Okay, right. First baseman is the none of the outfielders would start over Cubs outfielders. I don't think Jake Fraley or against right-handed pitching, Jake Fraley would be in that lineup. He's over Ian Happ, Seiya Suzuki, and Cody Bellinger. Maybe over Bellinger. Bellinger's not been playing very well since that hot start. Bellinger has a higher OPS and OPS plus than I'm pretty sure any Reds player. That's probably true. That's probably true. I'm looking at it right now, just so that we can we can we can go down the list. All right, let's let's actually just go position by position, and we okay. will determine right here on air who starts. All right, let's start at catcher: Tyler Stevenson or Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes, right now. Jan's played better, but if you're making a team, you'd probably pick T- Tyler Stevenson. I would pick Stevenson if you're just going by this year's production. I guess maybe you take Jan, but like I'm picking Stevenson. Let's there. let's take this in the player that you'd rather have, okay, not I'd rather what they've. Yeah, I'd rather, rather have, have Stevenson. Tyler Stevenson. Stevenson Tyler Stevenson. Jan Gomes. Right. Spencer Steer or Trey Mancini, Matt Mervis, whoever, whatever Cub player you want, probably. Spencer Steer over over Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini stunk. Matt Mervis hit 35 home runs in minor league last year. If you don't give to Spencer Steer, the Reds aren't getting many more. So let's take Stevenson and Steer here. Okay. So Stevenson and Spe- <laughs> Steer, those are the catcher first baseman. Nico Horner over Jonathan India, 100%. Uh, Dansby Swanson over... Jose Barrero, Matt McClain, Matt McClain. Matt McClain. T- you're taking, Matt you're taking, t- you're taking Dansby Swanson over those two players, hundred percent. You're taking Patrick Wisdom over Nick Senzel, Kevin Newman today, <laughs> or Kevin Newman. <laughs> Left field, you're taking Ian Happ, and I, I think you're taking the whole Cubs outfield. Ian Happ, Cody Bellinger, Seiya Suzuki, over T.J. Friedel, Jake Fraley, and we'll, Stuart Fairchild. We'll man the bullpen. You guys have the entire bullpen. The whole bullpen. Whole bullpen. Hunter Green starter two. is is Marcus Fine. Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele, definitely are starting. And then you'd probably take the Reds' other three. Even though Drew Smiley's pitched very well, Jamison Tallian, you might take more, even though he stunk. Which three for the Reds? Are you not taking Luke Weaver? I would take Luke Weaver over Ashcraft right now. But if we're going to like the Tyler Stevenson debate where it's player over production. I think you got to take the big three and then Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman. So, about four to five reds you take comfortably over the Cubs. So, let me parlay this same question. I, I, I was listening to a local talk radio and they were asking about the Bengals. If you could take any player from the AFC North and bring him into the Bengals roster, who would it be? I'm going to ask the same question about the Reds. If the Reds were competing right now, or you could just pluck any player from the National League Central team. Who are you guys taking? Any player from the National League Central? Paul? Jacob? Casey? Uh, I don't know. Uh, from any team in the Central? You can take any player. Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt. 
the Central's so bad. I think it almost Corbin has Burns. to be one of those two. What about Corbin Burns? Pitching. Could use pitching. Wandy Peralta. Brandon Woodruff. Oh. O'Neal Cruz. Justin Steele. Is O'Neal Cruz healthy? He's hurt. Okay, I thought so because I looked up. I looked him up the other night and I saw he wasn't playing. He played nine. He played the first week. Yeah. And he's been hurt ever since. No, I don't need O'Neal Cruz though. They'll have Ellie De La Cruz. I don't need him. Dansby Swanson. <laughs> um. Maybe Corbin Burns. I guess you go pitching. That's my only take. I don't know. Am I missing a pitcher? Am I missing a better? Well, pitcher? Brandon Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff's pretty good. Freddie Peralta's pretty good. Although Brandon Woodruff hasn't pitched this year, has he? Mm-mm. No, pitched two games. So it'd be Corbin. I think I'd take Corbin Burns. Would you take Nolan Arenado or Paul Goldschmidt? I think if the Reds moved Nick Senzel to left field every day and played Nolan Arenado at third base, the lineup's a lot more fun. Obviously, it's Nolan Arenado, but. I think that adds a lot of power. We're not losing games 2-1 with Nolan Arenado in the lineup, probably. How many home runs would Nolan Arenado hit at Great American Ballpark? I mean, he hit like 45 comfortably at Coors Field. Yeah. And now he's hitting like mid-30s in in St. Louis. He'd probably hit 40, easily 40 home runs. If Rizzo was still in the Central, I'd take Rizzo because he hits a home run every time he plays at Great American. You're just speaking to my heart. You're buttering me up. That was so kind for you to say. So nice for you to say. Chat's going to love that. <laughs> oh, no. They were I'm talking just... your beard up, and I, I don't know what's going to happen now. Shave the mustache, guys. What do you think? I was getting called a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than being called. What was I called? Uh, what was the movie? The the serial killer. Uh, gosh, with uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. When I, when I, last time I grew my mustache, I got called Jeffrey Dahmer. More than one time. It was the exact same time that the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary came or the TV show came out. So I got called Jeffrey Dahmer, which is just not what you want to be called. The day I asked Alex um, to, to, to marry me when I proposed proposal day, my yeah. brother-in-law kept calling me Jeffrey Dahmer because I literally had like the exact same outfit of a <laughs> picture of Jeffrey Dahmer. Even the glasses flannel and everything. Glasses, longer hair, the flannel, everything. So, I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. I feel the pain is what I was. Just, I feel. I feel it for you. Do you know what it's like to be subjugated to your appearance every every time you you come on this show? I mean, every time I come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't envy the fact that every time you come on, you have to be a little self conscious, whether it's your voice, whether it's Golly. your appearance, whether it's your takes on the Cubs. Golly. You just sit in that chair, get berated for 40 minutes, and then walk back out the door. It's it's way it's weighing heavy on me. I don't think they realize the mental toll that it's taking. Just the tight shirts. Jordan Earhart saying, leave Reed alone. Thank you, Jordan. It's me and me and it's Hoosiers. I, I hope he did it in the old YouTube Leave Britney Alone <laughs> comment. In early YouTube. Early, early YouTube. But that, that's what comes with the big bucks ever, Henry. All right. Short show, guys. Is Memorial Day the start of summer? What is the start of summer to you guys? Uh, well, it used yeah. to be whenever school let out. Yeah, it's Memorial Day. Because legal, like technically, summer starts June 21st. Yeah. Pools open on Memorial Day, so I rock with Memorial Day. Memorial Day yeah. seems like a good – but like also, school's been out for like a week – 
like as a college student, you get out, you've been out of school for two weeks. Were you on summer? Would you consider that it was summer the past two weeks? Yeah, for sure. I think on a national level, summer starts on Memorial Day. That's just, I think, a good way to lock, you know, lock it in. These last two weeks, you're kind of just a middle, middle ground, nothing. Get ready for the summer. Now it's summertime. Start playing golf, going to the pool. You know, it's nicer out. Last week hasn't been clouds in the sky at all. Yeah. It's always funny when you actually do get to June 21st and like the, the national headline is first day of summer. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been, I've been in summer mode for six weeks now. Month and a half. Been in summer mode for six weeks. What do you guys got planned for Memorial Day? Any, any big, anything? Uh, baseball today and tomorrow and then Sunday and Monday. I'm still trying to figure that out because the weather looks nice. So I want to make use of it. There's no chance I'm getting out on the golf course. They'll probably invent a league to make on Sunday and Monday. It's probably you seem, you a, a seem pop-up like Memorial Day league. Yeah. You seem like you're a little bitter about leagues. Dude, it's just I can't play. They're all over the place. Join a league. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that literally solves your problem. You join a league, play competitive golf. I know. You get you get a scheduled tee time. And on top of that, not that you'll realize soon when you're married is like having that standing time Gets you out of gets you out of a conversation like, "Hey, honey, I'm gonna go play golf today," and she's like, "No, you're not. Like, you're not gonna. We have so many things to do. But if it's if you if you join that league, and she knows, oh, Tuesday evening, he's got his golf league. Saves save, save yeah. an argument or two. Saves an argument or two. Join join yourself a league, Paul. Let's join a league together. You and I, partners. I'll be, I'll be your guys' caddy. We got Casey as the caddy. We can shift two beer Tuesday into two two round Tuesday. Two round Tuesday. Indy 500s this weekend. Are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Have you watched that? Have we talked about that Netflix documentary? Have you watched that Netflix or whatever it is? My buddies, my college friends watch this Indy 500, this uh, F Formula One race. Oh, F1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive to Survive. Drive, Drive to, to survive. survive. Have yes. you seen that? Yeah, yeah. So the sport of F1 stinks, but the, the Netflix drama. show is awesome. Yeah, the, the actual sport is awful. But the the drama of the series and the drive to survive, but I think I said this on the show before, I know so little about F1 as far as the dynamics of the interpersonal mm-hmm. relationships of the people that, you know, you, you watch the the golf show and they make Joel Damon seem like he's Tiger Woods and all these guys that are Rando Sahit Tagala and all these guys that you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. And they basically give a platform to these guys and promote them. And it's great. Everybody loves Joel Damon now or Tagala, some of these guys that you've never heard of. But if you were a European, well, European's not wrong. If you were some person like from the Middle East that had never seen golf before and you watched that full swing documentary, you think that those are like the most popular guys in golf when they're not. They're they're just not. So that's why it, I guess it's a little different in Formula One because there's only 20 guys and it's the same 20 guys every week. But are they manufacturing any of that drama? I don't know. The sport stinks. The documentary is awesome. Highly it's, recommend watching it. It's funny you bring that up about a full swing. I used to always say that about 30 for 30s. Remember when 30 for 30s would first come out and whoever the first 30 for whoever the 30 for 30 would be out. You'd go around thinking this was the greatest player who ever played. Marcus Dupree, the best that never was. Who would have known if Marcus Dupree would have been great or not? But they just make him seem like he's the greatest player that the best that never was. The Boz. Remember the Boz? That 30 for 30? Documentaries that are 
focused, they obviously got to sell a story. The greatest right? piece of sports propaganda the last probably decade, the last dance. Last dance. No Michael doubt about Jordan it. pushing his own narrative. Love it. Could and, not have timed that better, too, to oh, where yeah. everyone had yeah. to watch it. They bumped it up, what, three, six months yeah. to get it out? Right. They they started showing that before the last two episodes were done. They hadn't finished the last two episodes yet, and, and then they debuted. The Jordan Earhart puts in another good 30-for-30 30 30 winning time, which was Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks. I would have thought that that was the greatest rivalry that sports had ever seen. And it just kind of wasn't. I mean, it was these guys were fighting to get into the conference finals. Not even to win the conference finals. Not even to win a championship. They were just fighting to see who lost to Jordan. But they made it seem like it was just the greatest rivalry that the world had ever seen. And it just wasn't. But that's what documentaries have to do. That's what they got to do. Yeah. All right. Okay, Paul, what time's the game tomorrow? Uh, Two o'clock. Two o'clock, Prasco Park. Two o'clock. Muskies got to lose twice, right? Yeah, they would have to lose twice to uh, to not win it, and they finally have good starting pitching in a title. I can't say that the last two years. So, so they've made it the last two years as the champion? or They have played what? in the Big East title game the last six tournaments that they've qualified for. They missed the tournament in 18. There was no tournament in 20. But the last six times they've been in the field, they've played for the title. They won it in 16 and 17. They've lost in 1921 and 22. Have they ever lost back to back? Have they ever come out of the winners bracket and then and then lost the tournament? No. Okay, so it always been out of the constellation. So has it been UConn versus Xavier the last Xavier. two years? Okay, it's Who, basically been UConn versus Xavier as like the whole competition of it the last two years. Yeah. Who would be the third best team in there? Like Seton Hall. It's, it's rotated. Seton Hall had a bad year last year. They didn't make it. They were in it this year. They went 0-2. Georgetown's been a great story. Georgetown's tough because they have to go all the way across D.C. to practice. Their commute for practice time is an hour and a half every day. That's miserable. 45 minutes one way, 45 minutes back. They don't have anything on facility, not even a turf field where they can just the only, take ground balls. I guess they could take ground balls, and their coach, Edwin Thompson, told us that they have a batting cage. But like, if you've been to Georgetown or if you know the campus, if anybody's listening – there's no facilities on campus that the basketball team, well, they have McDonald arena, but the basketball team plays downtown at capital one. They have the soccer field on campus, but they don't have a baseball field on campus. So I mean, it's such a tight knit little campus there that, you know, there's not a lot of space. So they got to go all the way over to the Nats youth Academy to practice across town. Has Xavier ever been to the super regional? Never been to a super regional. I don't think trying to think in 24 no they didn't make it then they beat vandy in 16 but then lost in the regional final went to the regional final in 17 didn't win that either so no i don't think they've been to a super who's the last team from this area to make make the college world series iu with kyle schwarber kent state made it like in 2011 or something like that i'm gonna have to look into that i'd have to look Ohio State certainly has never been no. there. Michigan, Michigan's been there a couple times. How yeah, Michigan has, but I don't know if well, that's in like, area. Well, the north, <laughs> yeah. north of the Mason-Dixon line. It is funny. I, I looked this up a couple years ago. I think I told, told Paul, Paul this. If you look at the College World Series winners, there's been like three teams north of the Mason-Dixon line that have, that have won. And like I'm considering Oregon State as like northern schools because it's north. But that's I, 
quote-unquote Yankee school or anything like that. Well, Oregon State won the whole thing. That's what I'm – no, I'm saying teams that have won the whole thing. There's only oh. been like three times ever that a team that's not from the South has won it. Got it. And or, I, I'm considering Oregon State Northern because like yeah, no, geographically no. they are North. Yeah, but yeah. like they're not – culturally a northern school if that makes sense well there was a point this season where alabama was ranked in the top 25 and we were not in the top 10 of the sec (laughs) like we were in danger of missing the sec tournament we were a top 25 team in the country it is sec the acc and then you sprinkle in these like little schools that have great programs like campbell campbell's a a school that has a great program that's from the big south coastal 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 carolina Um, Long Beach State for forever had a, had a really good program. So these there's these pockets of schools that are known as quote unquote baseball schools. Fresno State, Fresno State's another one. Is that where Judge went? Is that what I was thinking about a couple yeah. of shows back? Yes, yes. That's yes. where he, that's yes. where he went. Yes. Um, Campbell's uh, head baseball coach, Hamilton, Ohio native. Really? Indiana Just- went to the College World Series in 2013 with uh, Tracy with Jim Tracy, not Jim Tracy, Tracy Smith. I always get that mixed up. Um, and Kyle Schwarber was on the team. So the head coach was Tracy Smith. He parlayed that into going to Arizona State, and he didn't didn't work out now. He's now the head coach at Michigan, but Tracy Smith lived in Hamilton for a while when he was the head coach at Miami University back in the, the mid-2000s. Notre Dame went to the College World Series last year. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at winners right here, and it's – Oregon State won back-to-back in 06-07, but every other school is from the South. Like, full-blown the South. The resources, the weather. Minnesota won in 56. Heck yeah, Minnesota. It just means more. Yeah, so players in the South get so many more at-bats. They, get so, they play so many more games. High school baseball in, you know, even here in Cincinnati, which... We get decent weather. High school baseball season's five weeks long. Starts last week of March, ends the first week of May. See you later. Get six weeks. You get 70 at-bats in high school. And then you got your summer ball. But when you go down to Georgia, they're playing all season long. They can start playing high school baseball in February if they wanted to. Paul mentioned it the other day, too, talking about UConn, how they don't play at home they can't because it's too cold so yeah. they don't have a big fan base on campus following around our home games are packed and no one even right. watches the game so like it that's another reason if you're a good high school player where do you want to play where you're playing on campus with fans watching you you're mm-hmm. cheering your name that's what everyone dreams about so that's why guys keep going to the south because you can actually play on the campus yeah it's my my sister-in-law is from arkansas and she is an arkansas razorback baseball fan like she loves it and they go to games, and they watch every game, and it's become a thing, and you just don't get that up here. UC's actually starting to garner a little bit of a crowd at their games. Well, they, UC's has an awesome facility. They have the best facility UC in the area. UC has a fantastic Bar facility. Bar none. Their facility is the best. It is my favorite. I think it's my favorite college field I've ever been to, and I haven't been to many SEC schools. I've been to Wichita State's. Theirs is really cool. It's really big. I've been to UK's. UK's is fine. But Pretty I have noble at... Mississippi State is Yeah, I haven't been to any of those. Haven't been to any of those. That's the one that's like obviously size wise not equivalent, but major league feel. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, you always hear these scouts talk about when they're drafting players, you want bats from the south because they get 
I mean, over the course of a, a lifetime, a 22-year-old college player from the North as opposed to a 22-year-old college kid from the South, that Southern kid is probably getting close to 1,000 more at-bats over his life. And the same thing goes for arms. You want arms from the North because it hasn't been used as much. So that's why these there's a lot of you know prominent pitchers that come out of the North, which is what it is. All right, 220. Are we taking the Nerfie? We watching this game together, Casey? Let's got, do it. You got somewhere to be t today, Casey? Mm, I don't think so. We got Hunter Green versus Justin Steele. Let's ride the Nerfie and pull up Betfred Sportsbook. Cubs are 140 on the money line, so you know I'm going to take that. <clears throat> Hunter Green, 7.5Ks. Love that line. The uh, One of the sections here on Betfred Sportsbook is popular parlays, and they have a Hunter Green over five and a half strikeouts and the under on the game at minus 105. That was going to be my, my pick for the what's day. The, what's the, the line for the under? Six and a half. Ooh. Or at seven and a half here. Ooh. So. It's low. It is the aces of the team. But that is low. The under on the, the, the nerfy is minus 165. So if we want to take that, that's going to that's gonna cause some juice. We're going to we're gonna have to drink some juice for that one. But let's ride it. Why not? And I'm going to go ahead and, since the show is sponsored by Betfred Sportsbook, we'll go ahead and I'll take the Cubs money line because why not? <laughs> why not? Minus 140. Let's get us a one in Chicago. Paul, any bets? Uh, yes. The... I'm going to go with the Heat plus two and a half tomorrow night. It's not. I know that's not tonight, but since it's Friday, um, yeah, why not? We'll we'll do Heat plus two and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Celtics. It's going seven. Okay, it's going Ooh. seven. Love that. Hey, I'm, I'll call it now. Celtics are going to the finals. Ooh, say the same thing about the Dallas Stars. Yeah, well, you did. Dallas. Got to win last night. We're still alive. Still alive. Don't let us win Game Five. Don't let us do it. You don't want to. You don't want to go to Game Six. Just saying. Just saying. By the way, uh, Mouse Cop, who is number one in the chat power ranking, says Slugger stinks. Terrible take. How can you hate Slugger? Slugger's the bar right outside of Wrigley Field. They have batting cages in the bar. Fun story. Last time I went to uh, Wrigley Field, I went there with my wife, and we had been. We we're pretty banged up. We we we've been drinking all day. You know, it was a day game. Sitting out in the bleachers, having a blast. We go to Slugger's afterwards, and she got a little tuckered out. So my, my now wife, we were, we were just dating at the time, starts grabbing bar stools in the middle of Slugger's bar. And she aligns them in a row and just sleeps on them. Fall, like lays down on these bars in the middle of Slugger's and just falls asleep on them. And the bouncer comes over to me and he's like, hey, are you with her? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, you might want to get her out of here. I was like, yeah, she'll be fine. He's like, all right, no, like you need to get her out of here. Oh, like you, need to, you guys need to leave right now. And I was like, all right, fair enough. And so my wife took a little, took a little nap at the sluggers bar. That's a better snooze. move. She got a little, she got a little tuckered out. Do what you got to do. Got a, if you get tired, take a nap, take a nap. All right, where are we going to lunch? All right. One last lunch for the week. We got to throw something American on there. What a great story from Everett Henry. Went to Sluggers on my bachelor party. Girl cut everyone in line, proceeded to strike out three times, got booed out of there. Great. I wouldn't hate Burger King today. <clears throat> Although I did have a cheeseburger yesterday. Paul, you're getting some sun. 
Yeah, I know. I was in the. I wasn't sure which dugout I was going to be in yesterday, and I got assigned to the dugout with direct sun, direct uh, sun access. Oh boy, it was a long, it was a long afternoon. That's tough. Are you on the call today, or are you in the dugout? I am in the booth today, and then I am. I'm with Fanta today in the booth, and then I am in the dugout tomorrow with whoever loses tonight's game. I think. All right. Do we got enough? Are we good? Yeah. Run it. Drew ever says, maybe we should think about the food truck at the hub for lunch. Don't don't hate that idea. Of course. I said Burger King. <laughs> that's the first one gone. Well, jinxes don't exist. So. That's true. We got to get Chick-fil-A off there for your sake. So you don't have to double up. It's true. No. Jerseys? Hmm. Uh, we need to get Panda out of there. I'll tell you what, if we ever get a panda sponsorship, I'm going to be... You're going to be in trouble. I'm going to have to go delete some things. <laughs> There's panda. Oh, See ya. On, Keep naming them. Say Sonic Talk next. Say See Sonic ya. next. Yeah, I, I could do with Sonic being out of here, too. A lot of folks saying Hub's going to heat up around 1230. Love to hear that. <laughs> oh, come on. Keep rolling. Paul! Paul! What else do we want out of here? Go get yourself a lottery ticket. McDonald's, get out of here. You know what? I'm it won't be McDonald's this time. It was, it was, it was too close. Whoa! Oh! oh three for three! Let's go! Call your shot. Chick Fil A. We'll see you later. Get on out of here, brother. Oh! Four for four. Four for four. Speaking of four for four, we'll see you, Wendy's. Bye. Smell you later, Wendy's. Oh, oh, That's what I get. Bad run. Oh, no. This is nightmare scenario for Paul. We'll go to the other Wendy's. All right. It's going to be Canes. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that would have been Wendy's. so risky if we put them the same color. <laughs> All right, Wendy's. All right, guys. We'll Wendy's. See we'll see you on Wednesday on Box Lunch. We're not going to have a show Monday. I don't know if Tom mentioned that. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Go out, get some sun, see your family, do all the fun things. Summer has officially started, so says Jacob. I think summer actually starts June 21st. I'm a, I'm a stickler for the rules, but we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Tom show will be back on Tuesday. we got a new hire starting on Tuesday. Elliot's coming in, so oh, yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. All right, this has been Box Lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. See you guys.